Welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. We're getting right into it. This is episode 77 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. And uh, Tyler and I literally just got on the call with each other and we're just going. Literally. Do cool people we got say about lit? 20 minutes worth of stuff. <laughs> That's it. Right? Yeah. 20 really, minutes? Really. And it's all going to be about your reference. Pre-podcast recording, you said, hey, 77, isn't that Paul Coffey? Oh, it you is made Paul my, You made I my know day. Hockey. Oh, and you said. It's just not new stuff, like old stuff oh, back in the totally day. Hockey. Yeah. Love oh, it. yeah. Love okay, it. here's a, here's a drill it's for same you. With basketball, you might not actually. know this one. I loved basketball back then. Oh, yeah. You're a basketball freak. Nowadays, I'm yeah, like, you yeah. like the pretend sports. Do you know what Pat LaFontaine's number was? He was one of my favorites. Number no. Oh, you remember? But you could never forget that name. Oh, totally. LaFontaine. Every hockey card with him was like, oh my God, it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> then, then they become your favorite player because of LaFontaine. Anyway, awesome job with the Paul Coffey. Anyway, quick shout out to our patrons this week. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much for your support. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find information down below. Gives you access to our podcast after the podcast After Dark, where we just uh, chit chat like old hens. Like this, basically. It's just part two of each and every single episode. Unscripted. No notes. Just. Always. Just go and command. Uh, anyway, you can find information down below if you're curious what it is. Uh, if you're on our Discord, we also added a partner's channel just to throw those things in there. Because we do have like the merch store and the Nexus, the new Nexus thing that everyone's doing it. The Nexus thing's cool, but it's in this week in POE. We'll get to it. It is cool. We have, awesome. Yeah, you get to pick like 10 things. You can take a look at it. Uh, the only spot that's left in our partner section now is for when Scott comes along. We're waiting for Scott's. <laughs> Scott's lawn care. That's I, right. I need some green some green lawn care goodies. Right. And uh, yeah. I got to do some lawn work. Okay, we'll get into it. You know what? I'm going to talk about my week. My week. Uh, hey, just, just I actually on. got to do some lawn How work. How was your week? Uh, you know, it was work. <laughs> but... <laughs> I actually got to do some lawn work, which was fantastic this week. I got, see, I have a guy that does, he takes care of all of Dude, our. Dude, you got a guy for everything. I do have a guy for I, everything. I, I called your guy. He's the guy that. He aerated my lawn last week. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah, he's Good awesome. Guy. Nice guy. The thing is, he's moved entirely into lawn care. He used to actually like do our big hedges and he would do all the other stuff and he's not doing that anymore. Hmm. And. I appreciate what he does, but I also wanted to kind of mess around with my front lawn specifically this year. And I wasn't aware when he put stuff down. So I was like, okay, now I've got to, I got to ramp up my plan here. So I had a great, what was the weekend, I guess, of vacuuming up my lawn. Of course, that's right. I forgot you have a lawn. <laughs> Is that what's called? Lawn vacuum? I, what's no, the fancy what term? What's actually called? What's the non-Tyler term? I honestly don't know. It was a lawn vacuum. I put it on my 11-year-old. <laughs> he wanted to try it. So he's like walking around my yard with a vacuum. It's a big backpack. It looks like a freaking bazooka. And he's just walking around with that. And then, uh, yeah, so my lawn looks swell. Did some overseeding. So a little bit early, but got some overseeding done. And, uh, and then work. And I played Outriders this week. Well, I, when I had time to actually play anything, that's what I played while I waited for the information we got today gotcha yesterday for poe and poe2 that was my week how was your week i had a good week i mean it was it was a normal week but we had easter out here where we live right we celebrate easter and uh kind of funny right like i'm through and through like i just you know i'm a, I'm a bible guy i love jesus and so it was hilarious because by the end of the easter weekend i realized i hadn't mentioned anything about 
Jesus for the entire weekend to my kids. And so this whole weekend was about chocolate and that was it. And it was like Sunday night and I all of a sudden realized I'm like, I haven't talked about the reason for Easter. Anything like this just been Easter, Easter, Easter. And then um, even like, I guess in our area of the world, we're in Canada anyway, we don't do gifts for Easter or gifts for Easter are very a new thing, I guess. I guess in other areas of um, my wife grew up with it. Yeah, we do there's it other cultures that, that do for sure. I'm not part of that. And so when people start now that we've had kids and they start like shoving gifts, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my goodness, like a mini Christmas. But it was neat. Like my wife. That makes you angry, doesn't it? I feel like that makes you angry. Well, remember last week, I, I blamed having two week spring breaks as to why all the children are sissies. Same kind uh-huh. of thing. You think gifts are doing that? Yeah, I do. I think you're just a bit angry. You're a bit crabby. Well, I was just going to say that my wife does a fantastic job with everything. The Easter egg hunt, it was nice weather outside. So all the eggs were, you know, it's fun seeing the kids all like excited and sprinting around and sharing. And it was pretty cool. Games wise, I played Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen again. I, one of my favorite games of awesome. all time. And most of the people that were watching, I mean, I don't, you know, like the seven people, but most of them that were chatting, they did, never even heard of the game. So it was kind of cool to ramble on. And I'm like, as soon as I start explaining the game, I see my viewer count drop. <laughs> but it was They're like, just stop yeah, talking. Right. So, but I got some Dragon's Dogma and some F1, some Madden. So, you know, pros and cons to the console version of PoE not working well. I'm getting, you know, to scratch some itches elsewhere. So it was nice. And week and a half ago, our dryer busted. But it's old and I wasn't really going to go through and be like, okay, well, do I need it? Can I like do the whole new knob thing or try and replace something like, you know what, let's just get something straight from scratch, go on the cheaper end, but get something that's brand new that'll be taken care of for a while and finally came yesterday. So did you buy a set or just the dryer? Just the one. Okay. Because funny enough, we, uh, my in-laws last summer were replacing their dryer and washer set. And for some reason, my wife said, yeah, we'll take the washer. I, we didn't need one, but she's like, yeah, we'll she doesn't, she never says no to that stuff. She's like, yes, yes, yes. And then our garage is full. So we get it. The day that my in-laws arrive, our washer breaks. That was, it was perfect. It was, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely perfect. So we have a brand new, like a really nice, you know, they don't cheap out on their stuff. So a really nice washer. So we just needed the dryer. But anyway, that came. So it was like a week, you know, full family laundry. That's just piling up because it was too rainy and spotty this week to even air dry our clothes. So laundry day to day. But it was good. It was good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Sweet. And uh, I had nothing to do with POE this week until yesterday when they did their lovely, you know, their little announcement thingy that they do. Yeah. Before just a little. Whatever, no big deal. Yeah. We're going to get into that in a minute. But uh, POE this week for you? Anything? No, I'm actually... Funny enough, I've been really following the league, though I haven't been playing the game much, and I'm surprised that already, like, we're four days from patch notes, as of the recording, not as of the podcast release day, but as the recording, and I haven't even, like, brainstormed about my guides yet. I haven't even considered, like, there's a small part of me that's being like, just skip the league, because I haven't, like, done my normal brainstorming and stressing. Yeah, just, like, keep them at 313. Uh, I'm probably not going to, but... You know, then I'm seeing all this new content that's coming out. And just from a guide and personal perspective, when I'm watching the video, I'm like, I kind of want to change all my guides to be just insane tanks. Of course, with the setup, you know, then it would, you know, damage would be secondary and you can't do half the content 
because a lot of it's timed. You can't do it, you know, but so all of a sudden I'm starting to flip flop just while the show is on. So I had to rewatch all the videos just to make sure that I didn't miss anything because my brain was going right. Actually, yeah, that's right. Sorry, it's a good thing I wrote it down because I forgot. I did do a two-hour session trying things out. I was playing my... I had a lot of people asking for my trigger-happy build to come back. That was like the max block gladiator without glancing blows. Okay, glancing blows is not max block. Anyway, did that and then I was playing around with it and I actually quite liked it. It wasn't as bad as I remembered it to be in terms of damage, but we'll see. So anyway, I was playing around with it, seeing how it went and performance was actually better. Not, not, it wasn't good. But it was better on console. So, you know, the many minion thing does have its cons. But it was good. It was good. Thanks for asking. So this week in PoE, this is probably the smallest it's ever been in our notes, which is weird. Because only because we're not counting. (laughs) Well, well, yeah, it's number three on the list. But normally, even just like their fluff stuff, it's loaded with things. But we finally got a patch just. Took a month and a bit, but we got a patch and it was the engine patch. Yeah, it was the one they tried to release earlier and then they had to delay. Right, and great. I mean, do what you need to do, make have it work. And so that's kind of neat. It's not out on console yet, so I haven't had a chance to try it. My build on PC wasn't really in a place where I'd be able to give the patch a fair assessment for my complaints to performance so far. So I intentionally didn't put it on and like kind of deceive myself one way or another because my build isn't at the stage where it would be worth you know with a lot of investment stuff going on and making things really busy so i'm excited to try it and i hope whether it's the only one or whether there's more to come i hope it's enough for sure for the lower end platforms but really cool thing here you mentioned it already nexus and poe have an affiliation now that's really cool just in case you smart yeah i think so just in case for those few that don't know we don't normally like to you know go into a read your own news type of thing but this nexus program is basically you know whether you're broadcasting on twitch or other platforms you can kind of link your accounts now to nexus and when you're broadcasting or you're doing poe stuff basically what happens is a person that sets up a nexus account with poe can choose 10 armor sets of MTX. And if you buy the MTX through that person's Nexus account, so let's say I'm broadcasting and you see the the links or whatever, and you're like, oh, I actually really like that. I've been wanting to buy that. If you buy it via that creator's Twitch, POE gets a portion of the money, but the creator also gets a portion of the money. And I think the really cool thing is the prices are the exact same as if you would just completely support POE, right? Like POE gets less money, but the creator gets money. And I just thought, That wasn't even something that was in like specific demand that people were crying and complaining about. And then all of a sudden it comes out. They're just like, yeah, you know what? Do it. Help get the product out there. Take some of it. I thought I like that kind of stuff. Right. So Nexus, like the Twitch side of it is uh, something you can incorporate into Nexus. Nexus has been around for a little bit where people could buy video games and the person who ran that store would get a cut of it. But the uh, addition of the microtransactions with POE was really cool. Yes, definitely. And to me, it was a nice reminder that GGG always has so much more going on behind the scenes than we know. You know what I mean? It's easy for gamers to get like, what do you say about Chris? That's a pigeonhole. You know, you can kind of like get down to your narrow vision about the type of build you're playing and the type of things you really wish were in the game. But there's always so much more going on. And so this was just a nice example, something that wasn't being clamored for, but definitely well thought out. Well, and so Nexus would have approached GGG to do this and asked them if they were interested. And what people should keep in mind is, like Tyler said, they didn't jack up prices. Prices are exactly the same. So GGG is actually taking a little bit less money. And 
I know I didn't read it. Tyler mentioned some people complain, and that's fine. People can complain. But keep in mind that those microtransactions are the only way that GGG makes money. So for them to be willing to cut a bit of that for people who are doing content creation, which is great because it is good for GGG as well. But just keep that in mind. Like that, I think that's cool. Maybe it is only two or three bucks, but it's still two or three bucks. I'll take it. It's awesome. Buy myself a sugar-free, dairy-free chocolate bar. Water. <laughs> Get myself an agua. And so anyway, Justin and I, we we set our thing up and we had fun picking the stuff and uh, not all the games. Yeah, we that have I team tags and team wad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he picked five games and I picked five games. He picked five uh, armor sets per PoE. I picked five. And I noticed you picked a celestial. Obviously. It even says obviously <laughs> in the <laughs> in the description. <laughs> I wanted to throw Dragon's Dogma and some Dark Souls in there, but they weren't in there. So I threw. Yeah, there were some games I wanted to that weren't in there as well. But I threw some Bethesda stuff in there because put some pretty good time into those games. All right. So let's get into this week. Uh, Obviously, there was a big, uh, a big, uh, I don't know what you want to call it. It was a production thing. Yeah, that's right. Fireworks, dancing camels. First off, I love this format. They did it last uh, league reveal. I love the whole Twitch thing it's not live i get it but i'm fine with that i just think it's fun to watch it in like a big video release i i really do enjoy it agreed agreed i hope i hope post covid it kind of sticks this way maybe there are benefits for them doing it other ways but i think this works really well they had like 140 150,000 people watching there's no way they could look at that and go not really working for us. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go back to a forum yeah. post. And they, they gave away wings again. Wings are always overpriced. Well, I don't know. To me, when I like look at all the MTX and then I look at wings, I'm like, oh, I'm now I'm fine without wings. So it was cool to get wings again just for doing nothing. Right. I mean, all I did was watch. I mean, I broadcasted it, but all I did was watch and I got free MTX. That would be like 30 bucks. It's awesome. So, yeah, let's we're, we're, let's break it down. Let's start. Let's start from the beginning which was the POE2 trailer. All right. Now, I know you don't... Oh, go ahead. You go, you go, you go. Well, I see your note here, and you're putting words into my mouth, so let me spit out these words myself. I wrote them down so I don't say the words coming out of your mouth. Anything that that Camille does is always going to be good. So, now, first, the trailer, though, is so good, and I really, really like it. I like the first trailer they released. I really liked this trailer. Did you have anything specific about the trailer? Because I do have an opinion after that, uh, yeah, but I didn't break it down like trailer specific. I just I threw all my notes into a big POE two section. So you you tell me what it is you're thinking about, and maybe I'll. Uh... I just I really really like the trailer, and I wish that that was it. And I know that they don't stop there because people want to hear more, people want to see more. I am not one of those people. I would have been super fine to have seen that trailer and been like, yeah, that looks awesome. Can't wait for it to come out. The fact that it was followed up by 20 minutes of the game being played. I just just am not a fan of that. I got to see weapons I won't see for a year or two years. Skills I won't see. Areas I won't see. Bosses. There was way too much information. I don't want to see those bosses. I don't want to know, hey, make sure you stand in the light when you fight the boss. That just wasn't for me. And so I, I actually checked out a little bit during that part because I was a little bit irritated watching it because I know it's so far away. And I had said this leading up to it. I know I'm like probably one of half a percent of people that think this way, but I just, it was too much to watch of stuff that I'm not going to see 
for a really long time. And I have to still be happy with PoE based right. version for a really long time. So, but cool that they show me some information and they talk about it. But for me, that just wasn't for me. We're, we're on opposite ends in terms of like, I like hearing as much as I can at the same time, you know, me and spoilers, I don't, don't spoil it. I don't even want to know what color hair the girl's hair is for the movie. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me anything. So for me, it's cool hearing about like what's coming. Um, I definitely did my own on the YouTube video after I paused and played, you know, the video and the explanations to try and read even like the, the blurbs on the loading screens they had. Um, but to me, when like for me, act two looks amazing and with that cool caravan and the swinging lights, like it just looks like a totally different, much more modern game, but imagine how blown away you would be. And this is what I thought. I'm still 100% excited for PoE 2, but I, what I was thinking when I saw this gameplay was, imagine how excited I would have been if I didn't know that thing existed and I come to it and I discover that's my PoE 2 hub. Like, and all, like the first time I'm playing, I'm going to be like, whoa, look at this. Oh, look at this. And it might be the first time you and I are in together for five minutes in a town <laughs> but now we're gonna go there and it's gonna be like okay boop, 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 boop. yeah i don't it might be different but i agree with you because they've we've they've now done act one and act two there's going to be seven in total we know there's at least a year probably a li- probably closer to two years before it comes out they better not show me act three four five six and seven in subsequent you know like league launches just trying to keep people hyped about poe2 because i'm with you i would have loved to have found that and been like, oh my God, we're actually, our town is moving. Like that's, I, yeah, maybe, maybe, like I said, maybe we're just a weird group of old guys, but that to me, I was like, don't, I don't want, don't, let me find it. Let me go hit these bosses myself and figure out like, oh, why is the light showing up on the ground? And the bosses look cool, but I still don't want to see them. I, I like the playing it at, at ExileCon was really fun because it was new, but I was playing it and experiencing it for the first time versus watching somebody do it. And being like, okay, cool. Anyway, I I really like it, I think. But I agree with you. I would have way rather have experienced it live on my own. Definitely. And you know what? It's really hard. I don't know. Like if I was excited to show my game, but I didn't want to show spoilers, I don't know how I could make that exciting without showing some stuff. Like I don't know what I would show without. Is it necessary? Do you think we needed to see it? Maybe some people will say, yes, we did. But could they have just done the trailer and been like, hey, this is some new, is that bad? I don't think it would have been for me personally. I wouldn't have been like, oh my God, this isn't fair. Or, you know what they could have done? Just shown like the mouse over versions of some of these new base types or something, something that was just a little bit more like not, not, I, it was too, it was 20 minutes of watching somebody play through. Outside of the spoilers, I liked it all to me. See, for me, I'm not the same kind of guy. Like I don't get excited about the new skills. I'm like, oh, that's neat. And then I'm probably not going to touch them for three leagues, right? Because I'm still going to play the same builds that I've always liked. And then I just incorporate the new stuff into the game to make sure that they still work. So when you add new base types like that, I'm like, okay, cool. How can I make that work with zombies, right? So I'm not that, it's not a big tease to me to see these new skills and all that kind of stuff. But the only negative part for me were the spoilers. And the only spoilery parts were the bosses and And the the town. But... The bosses showed stuff that I've been begging 
for for so Freaking long that yes that i wasn't oh my god so do you want to do you want to get into that right now you just want to roll with it or? let's just go we're just gonna go i the health bars was amazing that was one of the first things i saw static health bars for bosses not the minor bosses but the major bosses and i i like that because then you right away you know the difference as to what's happening and i mean even i um I already had the note written down, but Ziggy kind of described it better. Dynamic static health bars where when you have two, two bosses, bosses, it shows both health bars and it shows permanently, which is the best part. Hopefully they're like properly updated, but the, you know, they're mods resistant to lightning, um, infinite life regen, whatever it's going to be. But and then as soon as one died, the dead health bar went away and then the whole top just got covered by the one. And I really like that. I mean, granted, those are little things they can change at any time, but oh my goodness, a static boss health bar. So good. So good. So I, uh, I absolutely loved that. And I do, even though it got spoiled for us, I do like the interactive boss battle sequences. Like the one that you might've played was to get to the worm in act one. And you hide behind the worm itself to, you know, avoid it's like insta kills. This one, you're, you know, using the light to your advantage or the areas where there's no falling rocks. I like that. And there's probably there's probably going to be more than one major boss per act, right? There already is in our game. I doubt they're only going to I mean, they've really got a bo boss focus going on now. So probably going to be more than seven major bosses in that campaign. So that's kind of neat. I, I did quite like that. And they mentioned even that there's going to be one mini boss in every area of the game. Every instance is going to have a mini boss. That's cool. Yeah, totally. One thing that I actually really liked about the bosses that I did see, kind of contrary to our last Epoch episode, but after playing last Epoch and seeing the tells and after seeing how busy PoE 1 is, these boss battles weren't busy in terms of infinite mobs or anything like that. Maybe... Maybe that's going to be the permanent design going forward. Maybe that's just because they're early act bosses. But I like that there weren't any graphical tells for what was going to happen. But their body language and their animations kind of told you what was going to happen. You know what I mean? Like a big fat guy spinning around and going forward or these big smashes. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of like that aspect of it. You kind of knew what was coming, even though you didn't have like a big sign telling you where to go. I liked it. What about the base types, though? You saw the base types. You said you didn't really like seeing them ahead of time now that you've seen them. Two base types, integrated skills, claws, maybe one day counting as unarmed. It sounds like they will. I, uh, I, they're fine. They're fine, but it's two <laughs> out of who knows how many. Are they changing existing base type? Like, there's just, for me, I, I, again, I just go back to the fact that it doesn't matter because it's a long ways away. True. Uh, it's cool, though. I think it's fun for them to come up, especially with, the way that everything's shifting with regards to how you socket, how things are linked, adding the, you know, these integrated ones. I loved, as I was watching it, that annoyingness of when the crossbow was changing bolts. And I was like, this can't stay. And then he, Chris actually mentioned it later. Right. That, yeah, that, that, will, that will be coming. <laughs> it was so bad. Uh, I love that they didn't notice that before. Or maybe they just were like, well, it is what it is. Let's just see how it goes. But it, I, I think it's cool. That uh, they're adding something like that. It sounds like a lot of clicking, potential clicking. Maybe, maybe. I mean, and that could just be that skill. But the idea of skills being, I think it's a really cool idea to have like natural skills integrated into base types. It seems like you could, I mean, let's say that existed in this game now. That's like a seven link, wouldn't it? If you like the skill, 
you just load up your weapon with supports, right? Assuming it was something that had six links in it, yeah. It'd be interesting to see if the current base types or whatever revamp, if every single weapon or shield is going to have, right, innate skills. That would be interesting to see for sure. To me, I'm I'm just a spear lover. Like back from the like Dark Souls one days, poke, poke, poke. If if spears in this game can be one handed and you can still hold a shield, there won't be any other weapon for me. It'll be fantastic. What about the skills? You care about the skills? Like the new, like there's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, skills. No. <laughs> <laughs> One thing now, I'm talking the POE two skills, not the yeah, core. Yeah, oh, because the three fourteen ones, I care about those ones. POE two, no. Nope. One thing I like as a player that likes the slow paced play and wants there to be a benefit, not like reward me for playing my way, but to have a pro and a con for speedy play or not. Mm -hmm. I loved that, like with the spear, for example, it had four quick attacks, but it was each attack got stronger or the last one was really strong. And so you would have to stand still for quite a while to get that final really strong attack, or you could exit the animation anytime, which I'm really glad that's a focus. You're not going to get stuck in animations anymore. But with that capability of interrupting your attack animation, spell animation, whatever, you did lose the prospect of, you know, that major damage that only comes at the end if you're standing still and vulnerable long enough. So I did like that pro and con aspect to it. I thought that was a really neat idea. And it was also cool to see the new socket system in play while it happened. Like I like seeing them switch their items switch a couple gems see how actually effortless it was because now it's like okay how can i get these boots the to work yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's sure. like okay just i got these boots uh you you go do a map i'll i'll catch you on the next one whereas those ones it's just like sweet got the boots okay let's go so I, it was nice to actually see it in motion as opposed to simply hearing about it through i think i, I don't think they showed the gems that, yeah, they did a little bit. They did a little bit. Anyway, anyway. Uh, any comments on the enemies oh, that weren't no. bosses? No? All right. Good stuff. So this, this isn't a big deal in any game, but I did want to point it out because they, they point out that like the enemies have tasks, like, you know, they're patrolling or they're going to be doing things. We're going to be interrupting their day-to-day -day life, so to speak. And I actually liked that because they kind of started that with heist, right? enemies started moving around and doing stuff so it's kind of just a, a nice little oh yeah okay yeah there's there's the little things they're starting that we're not noticing complaining about nobody cared that enemies were patrolling in heist right there was complaints about other stuff and praises about other stuff but now you can kind of see the the tie-ins to some of the little things they're adding into the game and oh, there were some parts justin like when you're on the top like, kind of like on these bridges and towers and stuff in that presentation right there was one part where we were near an edge and the enemies that came at you were on the lower level, but they used a grappling rope to swing up to the top level. But you saw it happen. Oh, I thought it was really cool. I thought the level designs looked awesome. Like in that part where they show your caravan down below working its way through these gates you're unlocked. The level design looked awesome. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it does look like a totally different game. Totally, yep. Yeah, and uh, let's see. We did bosses. Any comments on the HUD? Uh, so not, not necessarily comments, but I did look at it go, I was trying to figure it out because they, where the shop button currently is, it looks like it's been moved to the left. It's just a tiny little icon with a dollar sign or coin sign, but there's something else where the shop was. Is that above the skills? No. You know where the shop icon is right now on the HUD? No, I don't. 
like it says, it says the word shop on the the right hand side, like by the mana bar. Like oh, it is by the mana bar. The mana okay, circle. yeah. There's something else in that spot. It looks like a couple circles with a line through the middle of them. I had the same question when I was broadcasting, and some of the people were like, "Oh, it's probably just your gem links." So it's probably the button oh, you could, click. Yeah, to maybe open. to bring up the UI for that. Maybe, maybe like it's kind of like the shortcut to your character screen, making it close to your skills. That that makes sense. That kind of stood out to me. It looked like flasks still suck. So hopefully that's coming a change. <laughs> well, he commented on that in his Ziggy interview. Ziggy's like, hey, he? flasks coming. And uh, Chris is like, not this time. What, what do you like, mean this time? But we're, but we're aware about flasks. But it'll change. Well, not 314, but PoE2, I'm sure. Probably before. I have a note about it somewhere. Uh, I, don't I think just noticed here, that the flasks seem the same in PoE2 gameplay. For now, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, I like that there's new character borders. I don't know if it's Sin and Innocence, but they had like Oriath style staffs and it was two guys. And I like that both Chris and Ziggy were giggling about the good looking naked guy on the on the edge of the health bar. That was kind of funny. And uh, let's see. Yeah, but there was a lot more lore there, too. Like even in the character screen, the character icons the drawings around like where your gloves go like on your actual character and inventory screen it was totally different and so my mind's going i'm like man i really wish i knew poe lore because i want to either guess at that or i want somebody very quickly to start guessing so i can read about it because it's pretty neat i i I liked all the differences that there were and i'm curious to see what the new story is going to be like i also like seeing the new buttons as well and uh, i'm still a big fan i really like this new dialogue box system that they started two leagues ago I think it's perfect. I think it was Heist they started it in. It was. It is cool. I like that there's some sort of thing where you can actually dictate how the act will play out now in those dialogues. I think that'll be fun. Was there anything else that stood out to you? I, I kind of have just a slew of, uh, that's cool after this. I didn't see a lot of, uh, either they turned it off or there weren't as many drops. I didn't see a single blue. I didn't see any white items. I saw currency and rares and uniques. I don't know if they just turned it off or what, but there weren't any magic items and common items that I ever saw on the ground. So I'm kind of curious, but I don't, I don't actually remember if it was in POE 2 or the 314, but I do remember laughing to myself like, get a filter, God. Oh my <laughs> goodness, don't even get me started. They, <laughs> it looked like they were using their default filter for the POE 2 presentation, but it looked yeah, so it bad. intentionally planned. Like when that, the second the unique drops, Chris is talking about the unique. Obviously, you're voicing over, but that's a planned unique drop. So I go back when I'm watching and I'm like, okay, well, what? Like all these other rares must not be random or incidental as well. Like they're walking path things called like the Marikath robe and uh, other types of wands and stuff like that, like intentional, like Marikath wand or whatever it was called. And so like there's a lot of new things that are going in there. But yeah, I just noticed that there wasn't any blue and white items. And I was like, oh, maybe there's some. They did talk about the better loot system uh, in the in the other interview, though. Yeah, they did mention as well in the Ziggy interview, because um, I'm excited for the gameplay to slow down. And so Ziggy actually brought that up because gameplay was a lot slower in that POE2 video. So I kind of got excited about it. Chris basically said that he knows that people want to play fast, but he doesn't want to punish people that like to play slow he knows that not everybody wants to zoom 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 and he wants the game to be rewarding for both he expects people to be able to 
that he expects people are just going to be able to play at the same speed that they currently can play at now. Um, but he emphasized that slower players are being considered. No one's going to be forced to play slow when you're not going to be, you know, forced to play fast. Sure. I think you should always have the option and you shouldn't be, I think you should always, you're always going to be in a beneficial position if you can play the game faster. And I don't have a problem with that. Agreed. But I don't think you should feel like you're losing out to something because you can't outside of like your loot per hour or whatever it is, which is your choice. but But that's your choice. That's yeah. But like, we, and we've talked a little bit about things like it, but the, the Alva style where Alva, it's tough because it is a timed event in the sense of if you want to build the temple, you need the keys, which means you have to kill fast enough. Some people just don't. And so that I, I can't think of too many other things that are like that anymore. Legion. Yeah, ish, ish. It, you're right. It is. And thank you, Facebook, dude. You're right. It is. Uh, but I do, I do agree with you. I think. I think it's cool that that's a thought that they have. And I don't feel like you should ever feel like you're losing out because you want to play slower. But you certainly should have the ability to go crazy zoom zoom and you'll get more you'll get more items that that makes sense in any game that is a loot based drop. I agree. Now, this is my last little. Do you have anything else about the POE 2 trailer? Basically, at the end of the day, it's all cool. I'm excited to see it. I'm with you. I'll be more excited the sooner I can play it. But for now, it's like neat teasers. I'm excited to see it all. And uh, did you have anything else you were going to say? Because I have one more thing I want to add at the end, but it's not about anything specifically in your notes here. All right. Well, then I'll just start blurting out. This is my, oh, that's cool section. Okay, hold on. Let me say my piece because then yours will certainly end on much of an upper note. Not that mine's bad, but I don't, I think it was, I don't remember when Chris made the comment, but he said, I wish the way it was the way he said it. He said something to the effect of that, you know, PoE 2 is not going to be out in 2021 is how I, he said a comment about that, you know, PoE 2 is not going to be released in 2021. But it was the way he said it where he it was almost like, I can't remember the exact wording, but it was there's no way PoE 2 will be out in 2021. I didn't like that because that made me go probably not 22 then either. If you're that like, I, I feel like we're looking at 2023 ish. Oh, man, they don't even POE talk 2. about it. I hope not. But. But that's why I struggle with watching that. I was really cool to see the trailer, but then they played the game and I was like, oh my gosh, it looks good. The characters look great. The animations look great. The new worlds and stories, like literally I will take anything to get out of the 10 acts we're doing right now. And I'm not going to get to touch it for a long time. So that's what turned me off. I think I texted you while it was happening yeah. going, not impressed. Not impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. Yeah. So here's my list of, and and I hear you. I like one thing that I've praised Bethesda for, I've mentioned a few times on the podcast, is I love how they announced Fallout 4. It was E3 in the middle of summer. What is that, July? And they said it's coming out in five months. Right, but that was the first time it had literally ever happened in the gaming industry because everybody's like, what? We get to play this game we just saw in a couple months from now? And then they even had the mobile version available that minute, right? But, But my point is, look at the reaction. You're not getting positive reactions from people saying, hey, listen, Elden Ring, it's coming out in the next decade or two. Hype that. You know what I mean? Like people aren't, you're not helping your situation at all with the exception of the, that, that it exists. And so, you know, I'm just saying like, you can, the sooner it comes out, and I'm not trying to rush them, but I'm saying in terms of announcement versus actual legit release day, obviously this was pre-COVID then post-COVID, but 
you know, the less time there is between announcements, the better it is for everybody. Show me these like crazy, amazing, fun to watch trailers, maybe every quarter. That's all I, I, that's all I need. If I get three of those in a year, I'm totally going to stay excited for PoE 2, but fine playing PoE 1. But the more I get details of like, here are bosses, here are skills, here are items, this is the world looks like. I don't want, I really, really don't want to see any more of that. If I knew it was going to be 25 minutes, I would have just waited and then caught up, you know, got caught up as, as Ultimatum came out. But I, I, I am so excited for PoE 2. Like, don't, I don't want anybody to take away, like, I am pumped for it. But it's just, there's no way it's going to be out in 2021. Made me go, oh, man, it's not 2022 <laughs> either. That's great. <laughs> So here's my cool section, all right? I'm Go like, oh, that's cool. It was nice seeing cool new bass drops. Get your mind going. It was cool seeing a moving bass. That was cool. It was neat seeing that the different character animations were based on the actions of the character. Like, we've all played games like that. I've never even noticed it wasn't in PoE 1, but it'll be neat to see. Like, for example, they referenced the walking speed versus running speed. Your character moves differently in that regards. Do you want, can I just say something? Wow. That is such a developer thing to be so excited about it when totally he said is. that. Yeah. And he was like pumped about it. He's like, I love this. It's little things that are going to be happening. And I was like, does that not happen right now? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, totally. But that was also one of the reasons that they haven't added new weapon types. Because they're, these current old character models didn't look good using those types of weapons. So they didn't add things like crossbows that could point up. You know what I mean? So... Kind of, it was interesting to hear that part. Uh, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I'm excited for the loading screens because I'm excited to see new pictures. And I hope, well, the, currently, what do they have? No PC player wants to see loading <laughs> screens, Tyler. <laughs> hey, when you're used to console loading screens, you want it to be That's nice. That's how you play the game. That's you how you learn the game. You want more than three <laughs> informative messages. Oh my God, in one loading screen? No, 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 no. Just like in general, when you're reading it, you actually want it to be something different, not just rotating through three lines of hit escape to bring up the menu. Um, and then you want more than three actual images that it rotates through. So seeing something new on the loading screen was refreshing just on its own, but hopefully they have a nice variety You are there. so weird. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I also like commercials on TV. I think they're the best. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. Uh, I was curious why the mini map was never shown, whether the big version of the little too. I'm like, yep. so maybe there's something that they're trying or doing because there's not, I don't see how anything could be spoiled with the mini map unless there's something you want to reveal about it. Uh, the NPC that was following you along, I hope they do no damage, but I'm curious what their involvement is besides being there for lore. For me, I personally hate it when Einhardt does damage because I always want to see how my build is doing. So unless I'm bringing a buddy along, because, you know, you follow me, I don't follow you. I, uh, I want to be the one doing the damage. But anyway, I was curious. I wonder what their value is. My guess is that was just part of that act too. Maybe. Oh, yeah, line. for sure. But whether they do damage or not or interfere. I think they did in the video. It looked like okay. they did. I was actually kind of surprised to see how just the character animation itself really got me into it like how valuable it was subconsciously i'm like oh wow they're really fast oh wow that looks really good but it was only because of how the character moved it's interesting that was anyway that was for me like when you look at diablo it does a very similar thing right and the game looks amazing compared to poe diablo 3 so you know it was the little things that i saw in retrospect 
but it was nice to have confirmation about a couple things as well, just through the normal chit chat. It'll be two campaigns with one shared endgame, and all characters from both campaigns will be able to do all things Path of Exile in the endgame. So it was cool to actually hear that say because those were a couple gray areas that sometimes people would disagree about since last year or two years ago, whatever, since ExileCon. So it was cool to actually have that definitive. And uh, the ropes, right. Oh, okay. So here's the last thing that I want to say about PoE2. This was from Ziggy's interview. Uh, I don't actually know if it was PoE2 specific or not, but I, I don't know if it's going to happen in PoE when they referenced it, but it was kind of vague. But Chris does see Path of Exile with an integrated trade UI in game well but he's talking about bringing in the path of exile trade website right but he actually that was something we've been talking about in the past and it was wasn't a part of any of their videos or anything but it was just broad snuck right in there uh you know the power of ziggy type of thing the power of the interviewer so it was nice to actually hear that that's something they're contemplating that's likely the scenario they're going to be going to if it does come into the game but it was neat to hear that they're actually considering it and it's likely going to be that when it does cool to hear it from them instead of just some person on reddit so i'm i'm really excited about it i thought it was really neat to see but 314 and what's going to happen there interests me a lot more yeah, I'm, I'm way more excited to talk about ultimatum you have a little note here what's your in-between note well ritual's going core that's normally big news if poe2 um i guess yeah i mean it. it's I don't know how games are made, but this seems easy enough to add and um, it'll have a chance it's to spawn cool. each People map. Like it. Yeah, definitely. I thought it was awesome. And it can roll as a sextant mod. Yep. Neat. And it's one of the new Atlas passes as well. Right. Yes, it is. Good call. And while they were talking about this, they mentioned that 8% is now the new normal for chance for things to show up in maps. So, um, like your beyonds, your abysses, without any investment, it's not 10%, it's not 5%, everything, harvest, all that. It's an 8% chance pre-investment for these, uh, what are they called, league mechanics to show up in your maps. So uh, now we're, let's get into ultimatum, but you bring that point up and I, it's one thing I just want to make a point of with regards to 314 ultimatum and GGG, the, everything that's happening in 314. I, I am so in love with what they reworked. That is what, even what you're talking about. They go, you know what? We don't want to have five, 10, what the, everything's 8% now across the board. And when we get into more of this stuff with ultimatum, it is my favorite thing about this whole 314 that's coming out is the amount of stuff that they reworked and looked back at and went, how do we fix a lot of these things that aren't working? And I honestly, I'm more excited about that than Ultimatum. 100%. So anyway, we're going to get into that. Yeah. So Ritual's going core though, and I like it. Uh, it'll be nice to run into one of those things, click it. Uh, what are they going to do to make leveling hard again? <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Just let me get through the stupid axe fast enough. That's all I want. Give me my headhunter now at the very beginning with my tabula. That's all I want. Easy peasy. You get just, it now. Yeah, you guaranteed, can get it now. Right, guaranteed. Breaking the eggs, tabula. All right, so what are your first thoughts? Ultimatum. The idea of ultimatum. I like it. It's not you have to do it or you get nothing, which is what a lot of their content has been in the past. Um, even when like these old, the current masters that we have, those missions, it was you either killed the beast or you died. It was you either did the incursions or your temple blew. It was 
You either killed these Legion guys or you never got there. And so with these ones, it's kind of nice that even if you don't do all the waves and get to the boss, you're you're still getting a sweet reward. To, to an extent, you're doing it to your character's limitations and abilities. And it's such a new way to gauge your character. You know what I mean? Before it was just, oh, can't do this, shoot. And like there was this whole mechanic you couldn't do unless you re-rolled or figured something out. Whereas now it's, oh, wow, I can only get to hack, like wave two. Oh, dang. Like, but you're still getting something. And I love it. And I love one of the coolest things for me, I think, is the mid-combat choice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, I mean, I'm the type of player where I'm just going to be like, risk it, risk it, risk it, risk it, and never show up with anything. But I just like doing that. But I'm always going to have the opportunity to be successful in a way. And I really like that. How about you? What do you think? I, I think the idea is amazing. I love the idea of bringing hardcore elements into what we like to play which I liked with Heist. We talked about it with Heist. I liked it even somewhat with Ritual. You had it to some degree with Ritual where you had the risk of not being able to get something. This to, is like the ultimate version of that because this is, this is metamorph with items where if you choose to do something dumb, you're going to lose it. But just like if you choose to make a metamorph back in the day stupid hard, you weren't going to kill it and get the benefit of it. So I love that aspect of something in soft core that doesn't make me so angry that my character has been deleted. And it, I was thinking about it too. It makes me laugh a little bit because we'll obviously do a private league again that will be hardcore. And I, love, I actually, I really love the idea of a hardcore player risking for really good rewards and then dying <laughs> because they lose their character and some potential amazing <laughs> that makes me so happy <laughs> just to think of that you know what i mean like 100 I, I think it'll be fun to watch but the idea of ultimatum to me is very simple which i like i don't like the super crazy in depth you know betrayal style which we'll get into betrayal and i and i like the fixes there but i, I don't want stuff where i gotta figure out all this crazy stuff in the background i just want to play and i want to know right off the bat and which they do here's the things you're going to potentially give up but here's what you could get to add to that list. I think that's super fun. And it's all happening in map. I'm not leaving. I'm not doing anything. I'm doing it right there. So the concept of what ultimatum is, of what ultimatum is, is really cool. But again, more than anything, I'm so excited about the reworks. Yeah. One thing that Chris mentioned regarding hardcore is that now you're still like, and here, one thing for me, I'm going to interrupt myself here. I actually don't care at all. And I really hope there's no whiners about it. But the fact that there's a ritual style arena in this league right after ritual, I'm totally fine with that. Like, who cares if the next four leagues are all about like, care? these arenas? Great. Super awesome. But one and so I really like this because it actually keeps every enemies, you know, condensed and stuff, too. But one thing that is different with this one compared to ritual is the, the, the site, the ultimatum site isn't enclosed. So you can actually leave, which you couldn't do in Ritual. And you can leave, and if you're outside of that ultimatum circle for five seconds, then you fail it. But Oh, is that how it works? Right. Cool. But, but I you heard, can leave. Right. But I heard Chris say, so you could even leave. I don't know if the enemies leave or not, but maybe you can leave. And if they can't, you know, you flask up or something. I don't know. But Chris specifically pointed out, he's like, now hardcore players can choose to abort instead which is nice. of die to get out of this circumstance so that doesn't i wonder if you can have an ultimatum inside of a ritual oh 
inside of a beyond inside of a no i think it's going to be fun i have no interest in the hardcore side of it i just it made me laugh thinking of the idea of not only losing a character but also some item that you were risking <laughs> uh makes me happy the uh npc's chaos helmet's pretty rad eh hey it looks really sweet super sexy give me that mtx please <laughs> you already have it they already have a no, chaos but that helmet. one looks cooler i do have the triple the triple head one it's but just a chaos just helmet it, just just a it's chaos cooler helmet. It's cooler. Well, yeah, it's it's 2021. Just get with the times. There was something else I was going to say. Was it co-op? Yes. <laughs> that's 100% it. I love that they at least took the time to. And I'll be honest. I actually don't think the change that they made in this one is as simple as some of the other ones in the past where we've been like, why didn't you just do this to make it more multiplayer friendly? This one actually seems to me like it took a bit of work to make it work properly for multiplayer. And then think it through of how people could use it in multiplayer and then actually incorporate it. I thought that was awesome. I don't feel like they gave a like, I think there were some questions, sort of questions that went towards him during the Ziggy thing. I didn't catch all of it, but they were about that. And they weren't really sure, like, if you choose to take your reward and come out, can you help me fight still? Or do you have do you get kicked out? But I don't I don't really care. Because in the end, they made it so that you have a choice. I have a choice. Separate drops. And I get my stuff. You get your stuff. And if we fail it, you don't get yours. I don't get mine or whatever. Yeah, and it's a voting system for what mod we're choosing to go forward with or back out, which I think is neat, especially in groups. It's really where you good might for when you're not playing. Bricks. Right. Totally. Or you don't know them. You know, it's different when me and you are playing together and we can both be like, okay, I can, you know, this doesn't work or maybe this will be easier or whatever. But. Uh, yeah, if you were playing with random people, it's kind of nice to be able to just have this voting system. But it's really cool that they actually put some effort into it because there are there have been leagues where we've wondered why not do something that seems relatively simple to us. This one to me doesn't seem like it was a simple thing. So I'm I'm impressed. I like it. And if this is the stuff that they do, like if they're not going to do a patch for our, the last month of every league, but this is the kind of stuff they come up with. Yes, please. Every single time. That's fine. Do your two months of patches. Do your last month of next league prep. I am 100% on board because this seems really cool. Really nicely thought out. And they did mention one thing, like when you're mapping, when you're actually doing the itemized, in, uh, not incursions, some ultimatums, um, you're not sharing as individual drops. Like if we're both doing five exalts and the reward's going to be 10 exalts, we're not duplicating that. We're just getting 10 to split. But yeah. That's where if you're running that, that weird new thing that you put into the map device. Yeah, mm -hmm. but... At the same time, this is new and it always is going to be new. Anytime they do a league launch, it's new for them. So if they do have to change something co-op after the fact because something's not working right or it's abused, they have done cha changes in the past. And so be patient if they ever need to do any changes. But I really like to be able to choose your reward mid-progress. Like, I, I can't think of any other part of the game that's like that. Like, even mapping. You see your mods ahead of time. You don't actually know the monsters that are going to be in there or the rares or whatever, but you know, for the most part, your risk or reward. But it's at the beginning of your encounter, of your experience that you're choosing your reward or your risk. Whereas this, I can't think of any other time where mid progress, you're like, okay, that's good enough outside of maybe like bailing on a map with the portal because it's too hard. So I, I, I kind of like that. It seems a little bit different. Yeah, I think. I think it looks awesome. Yeah. And I really hope that the final waves of each one of these ultimatums is just impossible. 
Well, that's the boss, I think. Isn't there supposed to be like a boss potentially at the end of them? He mentioned something like, and if you finish Act 10, you'll be in for a surprise or something along those lines. Um, and the boss looks awesome. I have a note at the bottom. You see the boss at the very end of the trailer? Pulls like a spear out of its chest. Who totally reminded me of um, Champion Undex Gundir. Remember from Dark Souls 3? Yeah, and then there's like the uber version later in the game in the like alternate reality. Oh, favorite boss of the entire Dark Souls series and uh, just looks so cool. So I really like that. And then did you notice that when he was holding out his hand, he had like the red pill and the blue pill, the red beam and the blue beam. I thought that was kind of like a Matrix throwback. They like their movie references. They're always throwing out. I forget. I didn't even understand which movie he was referencing at some point, but um, he, he mentioned a movie in there. Oh, Grit. 2012's Grit, he mentioned, right? So anyway, they're always watching movies to try and come up with this stuff. So I always think, what kind of movie are they are they pulling from here? I think it's cool. I think it's a really fun way for them to add a new and fun concept to the game without it being some crazy mechanic, which it seems like also gave them the ability to do some catch up mm-hmm. on some of their past leagues and some of their item drops. And so last thing, and I'm really excited for this and I hope that it really works. Uh, hopefully it, it, it functions. I was really excited for Ritual and... It ended up that I couldn't play it. So hopefully I can play with the improvements that they're coming out with in the background that they don't mention and the ones that they do. Hopefully it works because this seems really exciting. I do have a filter disc section here, though. It's a little small, but because I saw Path of Exiles 2's video first, when we were like going through the presentation stuff, they showed PoE 2 first. So I'm like, oh my goodness, that was a Maricast rope. They don't have that right now. Oh my goodness, what's going on? So I'm like scouring. And then when I go back, I'm like looking and I'm pausing. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So I was totally in the scour mood for all these different drops. And I'm excited about all these new base types. So with that mentality, I go into the ritual trailer and it looks like they're using in both the default filter like the only filter that PoE's ever done in seven years. And it shows a lot. Now, they complete an Alta, a Chaos Ultimatum thing, whatever they're called. We're always going to call them rituals. But they, you fin- they finished in the video a Chaos Ultimatum, and it showed the rewards drop. Now, this is how sad the default filter is. I can't believe, I guess you have to use the default filter, but oh my goodness, it's such bad marketing for them. An Exalted draw Orb dropped. And I guess they're showing how great it was, but it was the same size and text as a simulacrum splinter, simulacrum splinter, and an orb of binding. The gilded cartography scarab was the only thing that had a border and stood out. And outside of the beam that came off from the exalted orb that, you know, it shot up, it actually looked the exact same as a transmutation or a portal scroll. And even the sound, I was like, really? An exalt just dropped? Yeah, where was my noise? Oh, my goodness. So, And two of them? Oh. Now, we Come haven't on. gotten into all the different changes and additions that they're making yet into the core element of the game. But just since I brought up my disdain for their in-game filter system, I am not looking forward to updating filters for this league. It is going to take an eternity. It might be the reason my guides don't get out because there is so much going into this league. But anyway, I'm excited for, didn't mean to end on a negative note, but I am excited. I really like the whole content and uh, hopefully it's playable and I really hope co-op's as good as it sounds to be. I'm, it was really nice to hear them specifically say we really put a lot of focus into it. 
And it was even nice for the interviewer to kind of be on the same side that we really like. He was like, yeah, my partner and I, we like to play a lot in some leagues. I'm, I'm paraphrasing at this point, but he's like, some leagues just suck for co-op and other leagues are better. So it was nice to hear the conversation. It was nice to hear Chris himself say we really focused on it. And I really hope that there's not a, a really small amount of praise regarding it because I would really like there be a, enough incentive for them to make it higher on their priority list every league. Just personally, anyway. I like I like some of the new stuff they added, too, with regards to Ultimatum. Like the, the, well, so I like the Val Reliquary Key because they're fun. They're just exciting to get. The items you can get from that are like crazy. The uniques that they have for Ultimatum, that's not me at all. I read them and I was like, no. I, I, it was, this would actually require me to really, really think to turn them into builds. Because some of them are nuts. Mm -hmm. hey let's drop all your resists and now your chaos is zero but you might get some cool like you might corrupt it with something fun mm, what can i sell it for it's neat to have a, a val league a corruption league it's neat to have like it's one of their older mechanics but it's so like i think it was yoji said that he would probably have a val orb tattoo because it's just like the craziest thing in the game and I, I that kind of, for some reason, that stuck with me, not in terms of having a Val tattoo on my butt, but, you know, it's like, yeah, I got to start just val everything. And there's been talk for a long time about eventually getting more Val story. Now, I don't know any of it anyway, <laughs> but I do know I've heard them. I do know I've heard them talk about getting back into the storyline with the Val. What do you think of the new skills? I'm surprisingly really impressed with not surprisingly because they always do a great job with them but i'm i'm the type of player where you know i'm like oh wow those skills look really neat but i'm the kind of player where as much as i love theory crafting i theory craft around the ideas i already like but i'm always theory crafting with new ideas but i always end up playing a modified version of my zombies or righteous fire or something curse related but When's the last time you heard anybody talk in low life on a regular basis? I love that they're so able to recognize old mechanics or builds and bring them back with such creativity. Like I would have never, if I'm on this team, I would never would have been able to come up with the, okay, we haven't seen low life in a long time. We got to do it without, you know, specific uniques and, you know, CI and shavs and all this kind of stuff. Like we got to, how, how are we going to do this? If I was at that table, I'd be like, um, anybody need a coffee? Anybody need cream in their coffee? Okay, I'll see it. Like, I, I would not have been able to think of this. To have a skill that brings you to low life, but like all of a sudden it's like, you know, your damage mitigation goes to the lower half, but then it's split and some of it's dot, some of it's true. And then all of a sudden it's like only your flask can bring you about 50%. Oh my goodness. I, they blow me away. Big kudos to them. I think they're exciting. I think they're cool. No idea how I'm going to implement them yet. I can't even wrap my head around them. Yeah, it's fun that they they took a focus on low life and health and how you can use it to different degrees. I, I actually think they're a lot of fun. I don't ever play new skills as a league starter just because I find it a little bit risky. It's weird. Okay, so I have two things about them. First off, I loved all of them. I think they're actually really cool and going to be fun to watch. Reap confuses me because it's a spell. And I was like, what? That's a giant friggin' axe that's the scythe like flying around and scythes and axes are cool. different, just 
It's a scythe Thank and you. it's not a spell. It's an attack. How is a scythe a spell? <laughs> <laughs> when I was looking at it today, when I rewatched, I was like, wait, why is that the spell tag? Anyway, that's weird to me. And then also, I want to know whose job it is to come up with some of the names of new skills. Because I swear to God, they have to spend hours on thesaurus.com. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I have learned so much English. I was like. That's not a real word. <laughs> Turns out it is. <laughs> hey, at least I've heard that one. I always get made fun of for being the slow one. That's uh, I can't even guess how you would have pronounced it, but that they they said it in the trailer. I was safe. Oh, you're you were lucky then. Anyway, it makes me laugh because I go, oh man, that poor person. Or how exciting they must be when they're like, haha, <laughs> I, I, I found one that's twelve letters long. We're using it. They were a walking dictionary. And they were like in QA or something. And just with the way they were talking, all of a sudden, somebody's walking by their desk and like, hey, you. They're like, hey, uh, we got a skill. We're going to call it like drain blood. He's like, what do you, why not just exsanguinate? What was wrong with you? Hey, you follow me. <laughs> uh, I got a desk for you over we here. It's right beside mine. You. Okay. Write words <laughs> that you know. <laughs> uh, in addition to those new skills, I love that they buffed foul skills. I love that they made it. So now you're going to get souls faster. And they just took a, a, a an overall revamp of some of the valve skills i think that's awesome i loved chris's description of it he's like okay so in our assessment when we were looking at the numbers we saw that the most popular valve skills are the ones that didn't require as many vowels and were really strong so in our assessment we went to the old skills that weren't being used and we made sure that they didn't need a lot of souls to fill and they were strong <laughs> and i, yeah, I love awesome. the simplicity of it i'm excited for them too i think i wish there were more you know, I keep like every time there's new skills, I'm always like, where's Val Zombies? Where's Val SRS? Where's Val this? Because Val Skeletons is just one of my favorites. Val Molten Shell. Like, they're all so good. And when they did the Val Auras, oh my goodness. Like, what are they? The Purity of Fire, Purity of Lightning. Is that what they're called? Well, yeah. But even like Val Discipline even has like. Totally. Yeah. Awesome. Val Grace with the Dodge. Anyway, yeah, just. They're really, really cool when they went that direction. So it's nice that they kind of went back to it. Obviously, this is the league to do it. One thing that I like going back to the skills that you mentioned, the spells, I think it's really cool that they're all blood. And I wonder if that's going to be a tag going forward, right? Because I keep thinking now, especially now in reference to them, just the little details like um, marching soldiers in a map, right? Okay, that's coming from heist. They're thinking about all these things. So I'm seeing, okay. Here's a new tag coming out, a blood tag. Right now it's physical. Maybe it'll stay physical. But I also love that these are physical spells because when you're going through and if you're looking for physical spells, you don't have a long list. You don't have a long list. And so it's nice that they're adding to that pool for sure. How Except do you re- get... It should be a skill. It should be an act. It should not be a spell. <laughs> Whatever, man. The blood splurty one looks really awesome. It looks like Carnage from like the Marvel Universe. You know Carnage? Um, now, how do bosses currently give val counts and souls they don't and so that's why this new change is awesome they don't at all i don't think you can get them i i honestly don't know like 100 percent sure and i don't know if this is just an increase but i love the fact now that on uniques you can get like on unique bosses you'll be able to to actually get uh souls i hope it's well thought out i hope it's not based on hits or something so something like an rf build is still screwed but it is nice and i hope that all types of damage i assume it's damage related at some point other you know not kill related or anything like that hopefully every boss is equal in terms of that but i'm uh, i think that's an awesome change i i, I totally agree totally agree yeah. and so i'm excited to see the revamp of 
vowel skills in the patch notes. Really looking forward to that. I loved the smile that Chris got when he was talking about regular skills be ch- being changed for 314. He The smile that Chris got when he said they were going to be some nerfs is so awesome. Like it, when he, he, he turned back and he was like, I think Ziggy was asking him about like regulars or any regular skills getting changed or just the new skills. And so Chris leans back. He talks to those that are helping him out. And he has a smile on his face that he, he didn't like. He just it's like one of those smiles you can't wipe off. It just happens. And he's like, there's going to be some nerfs. There's going to be some buffs. <laughs> but it's like it's almost like he's excited for like the onslaught of negative feedback. Oh, you missed with my build. <laughs> so I like that. That that smile made me laugh out loud. And uh, I, I like the new mentality they have for making changes to things, too. If something's breaking in the game, he said, we're going to change it and not wait. But we're not going to just completely crush it. We're going to skim a little off the top of the skill or the item so that the skill is still really good. And once people stop whining and complaining, they'll actually be quite comfortable with it. So I like that. I thought it was neat. All right. Now, can we talk about some of the rework stuff? Oh. Interrupt me Let to me talk see. about a smile. Jeez. Hey, those were in my notes, okay? Now that was underneath, first off, sir. Dude, you organized this. My revamp reward system you. list is huge. I don't care about your list. I'm bringing up my own list. Okay. Well, I th- it probably goes in order of yours anyway. Uh, first off, just the loot. They've added new orbs to the base orbs that can drop. I the the whole like making it so that league specific uniques now can drop anywhere. Is really fun. I know Headhunter was like the big thing that people were pointing out, you know, that that was the big one everyone's talking about. But just in general, I really, it's actually kind of counter, it's almost counter argumentative to the other thing that I really like, is which that is that word? they meant, I, I don't care. It's a word. You couldn't have the job. In that I really like one of the things that we're going to, you know, we'll talk about a little bit, but the fact that they made it now where if you want league stuff from specific leagues, you go play those leagues content you know you you, if you're you're looking more for certain stuff you got to go and play that content but i really like that they said hey some of the uniques that are out there that were harder to get now will just be could drop anywhere yeah i think that's a lot of fun it's not just uniques it's almost all the items like if you use abyss for example um your ghastly jewels can drop anywhere but if you do the content it has a greater chance of getting it you have great which is what i like i love that if you Stygian belts. If you want them, your highest chance of getting them should be doing Abyss. Makes sense. I love that they're doing that. But on this unique side of things, I where they, because they're specific, that they're powerful league specific uniques now can just drop anywhere. I think that's super fun. It's going to be a heart attack now every time yeah. a leather unique belt drops. Instead of you going like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it's not that. This is a worm's mold. Uh, you know that there's a, that that odd chance that you're going to get it. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, I and it's for all the leagues, though, all across the board. They just every single league, all those items for the most part can drop, except but you'll get a higher drop chance. You can definitely choose to focus on it with a higher drop rate by doing the content itself. So I love that. Now, did you see GGG's tweet two days ago? It It was just it just said headhunter headhunter and i love seeing the reactions people i mean that you're not giving anything away there you don't know if it's disappearing getting nerfed now it's available to more people which is pretty cool i'm sure half the people didn't even know how to start a nemesis encounter <laughs> right well and sometimes you couldn't though some leagues it didn't exist as a as a xanamod so you just couldn't do it 
I like that they have added new Atlas base types. I am a little curious, though. They talked about that there's going to be a bigger benefit now to, you know, not, I don't know, maybe people will farm them, but killing act bosses again. Yeah. I'm really curious what they, because I didn't hear much detail besides like, oh, you're going to want to do it. Yeah, it just seemed like it's going to be a bigger, bigger fountain of, of goods. Whatever gets me through act one to 10, I'm so happy you the faster that happens. But I, I just like that they took, I, again, this is going to be the theme for the whole rest of this stuff we talk about. I just love that they went back and looked at some of this stuff and said, how can we make it better? Yeah, but you know, it doesn't even seem like they looked at some of the stuff. It's everything. It seems like it. I've seen some posts. I haven't read them yet. I didn't want to see any negative feedback about it, even if they meant to be constructive and kind about it. But there were apparently there's some stuff they missed. Hey, you did all this except for and, you know, I see the Reddit post. I didn't I haven't opened them yet. Of course, maybe Reddit would nice. find well, it. <laughs> but maybe. But there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about or we don't see a use for. Uh, I, never mind. But I am glad that bosses and I maybe it'll improve still, too. But it'll be nice when bosses show you've killed a boss. You know what I mean? And not by a plethora of whites or magics. But, you know, like when you kill a boss in Diablo, you know it. Right. Maybe it's just the chest afterwards. When you kill a boss in Dragon's Dog, when you kill a boss here and there, like every other game, it explodes in loot and rewards. Look, I mean, goodness me, Borderlands. <laughs> right. You kill the Mog Grip or whatever that thing was that people would farm in Borderlands too. Anyway, so I'm excited for it. You brought up Reliquary Keys out of order, yep. mister. And uh, this is the order I like. Off the cuff, Ty. I'm excited about it, but I'm not a unique guy. But I'm excited for my. Um, you unique, are unique, bud. I am special. The annoyingly unique. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to not know what a good unique and a bad unique is because I never pay attention to them. So I'm not going to know what that fancy mod is that isn't on the unique anymore. Because a lot of these uniques are going to be busts. Well, they're like greenish, the reliquary well, ones. Yeah, so you'll know. You're going to know that they're legendary what what's legacy you're going to know that they're legacy but you're not going to know if they're good or not half the uniques i see that sell for a billion dollars i look at that and i'm like okay that's where's the minion I don't <laughs> yeah <care>. that's <laughs> where's the plus one to zombies i don't see so but anyway it's going to go in my unique stash tab and if it's full i'm probably going to vendor it for the elk shards and i'm probably going to vendor something crazy expensive because that's just how i go now you also Breezed over Atlas base types. And then it's like, and then you change the subject. You said, and Atlas base types. And then you start talking about something. Oh, goodness me. Well, there's nothing. There's no detail. No, but I wanted to say I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I can't wait. I hope there's a ton. They're so cool. I, I, no, I agree. I love, I, I, I'm happy for that too. I'm not as like screaming my mic happy for it, but I am I'm excited. Well, for I, it. I was screaming in my mic, but I wanted, uh, one thing I do want them to do though, I hope they've added some sort of information in the game as to where to find them. Like maybe there's something in the region that has a picture or an icon because i that's one of the many things I have to go outside the game to be like, okay, where do I find a bone helmet? All right, where do I find my vermilion? I just ring? wanted to drop and I'll be like, oh, cool. No, I, I do that. They drop a lot of the times when I'm not mapping specifically for it. But that those are types of things that for me, I like to know mm -hmm. in game. Yeah, I'm fine with going out game. We have to talk about the freaking lab. Yes. Okay. That was changes. next. Okay. You're going in order. Good. I like I'm, it. I'm I going in the it. order of GGG's order. So whatever your order created is wrong. But if this is right, that's fine. Labs. Okay. Is next. Now, they, it's funny because they didn't actually change much with the lab itself. Which I still you know, hate. The actual function yeah. of lab. Yeah. But not, not our favorite. 
But the two changes they made, okay, the end of it, the enchanting is so cool. I love that they, you get to see three helms. I mean, this is obviously, I don't actually know. They didn't say in normal, in the first version, do you, can you actually enchant a helm now in the normal version? Well, yeah, stage three you could, right? Maybe it's, you couldn't in one and two, that's what I'm asking. Well, in no, one it's and gloves, two now? It's, I forget if it's gloves or feet first, but it's gloves, I understand feet, what you're saying. helmet, and then but it's is that still the you same? Want. Well, no, yes, but no, you, you still go through and you're still limited to the one, but you get to see what your enchantment's going to be. You think that it's going to stay, did they say that? Yeah, that you when get you to do see it what your enchantment's going to be, so you could pick something from your stash if it's going to match that. No, I get that. I get that you're going to see it, but all I'm saying is the very first time you do lab on the easiest difficulty, is it still only a glove enchant that you'll see? You won't have the option to do the other ones. They then. didn't say that there was no talk about that kind of change. Okay, but well, I'm I'm just curious because there's also now three helms, one boot and one gloves when you complete it at the end. That was never the case either. It's not like you had three shots at the helm. So No, but that's what that's the change they talked about and they said that that was for the final one. Only Uber? Yeah. So that's not going to be the third one then either? No. From what I gathered from what they said, when you go through for your first 3, you're going to see what the enchant is going to be. So you're, you can now pick which item you want to enchant with that one that you know. So let's say it's increased animate weapon duration. Oh, okay, well, I actually don't want that on this build, but I've been looking for that. That's in my stash. Let me go get that quick, right? And then you know, and then you have like, you're not wasting as much. You're like, oh, I've been looking for that. And it's on the wrong freaking character now. And so it's going to be like that for the three. But then the, the list of three is on the very last, on your fourth trial. And then it's where you get to pick. Okay, I didn't actually see specifically that that's how it was going to be. Because what made me curious was if when I, okay, the third example, that's the first time you get the option to enchant a helmet. Will my UI show one helmet, one boot, and one glove, do you think? I don't think so. I don't know. I, I, the impression I got was the way that I saw it, but it would well, be cool. Well, you can't take away, you couldn't take away, though, that third, that third level, right? The third difficulty of lab gives a different enchant to your gloves and boots. There's a different pool than when you do it in Uber. And if you're saying it the way that you're saying it, that when I do the third lab, I can only enchant a helmet? Because that's not how it is now. I'm just saying, for your first, second, and third one, they're going to show you which one's available. So if you're going to enchant a helmet, this is what you get. If you're going to enchant your boots, this is what you get. If you're going to enchant that, this is what you're going to get. Right, that's what I'm saying. My question was, when I do the third difficulty, am I going to, in the UI, see one, ex one option for a helmet, one option for boot, one for glove, and I have to pick which one of those three I want? That's what I'm asking. Probably. That's what it sounded like. Okay. I, I never saw anything like that. All I saw was, here's three enchants for a helmet. Here's one enchant for boot and one for gloves. And I was like, is this only Uber? Or what are you seeing in the previous difficulties when you get there? I just, I am really curious to see that. But I love the fact that now you have uh, a heads up. And can you imagine like with twice enchanted and things like that, where you're going to get multiple does it refresh or is it just I could take? They talked about that. They said it was going to be three plus two. Like you have to make your first choice. I actually didn't quite understand after he talked to his crew about it. But I think the impression that I got was you, you, you pick your three and then you get another three. I'm really curious to see that part because it looked cool. And I, it made me wonder how does this change through all the difficulties leading up like the very first time are you just going to see one example of a glove and that's just you just know up front this is what you're going to get and then the next time you're going to have one glove and one boot choice and you got to pick one or the other i'm just i'm curious how that how that works on the lower difficulties 
I, uh, that's the way that I, that I heard it, but however it works, I'm fine with, like, it's just going to make it easier and user-friendly. So I think that's awesome. And oh goodness, now that you can use an offering of the goddess in your map device. Oh my goodness. I can imagine people just cheering like they did with the like aura thing for exile con. Oh my goodness. I have a question about this. Maybe you heard an answer. Cause I didn't catch much of Ziggy's interview with him. If I have an offering to the goddess and I put it into my map device and I get a trial, do I get an offering of the goddess at the end of that trial? You must not. It's always you. It's always a chance to get one. You don't always get one. Yes, you do. At the end of every trial, there's an offering to the goddess. Oh. Always dropped at well, the end. Why not? Well, then you could just you one would get you all your trials. Eventually, you still have to go through it. It could be 12 until you get the burning rage that's always Did nobody ask you? him if at the end of one of those ones, if it drops no, an offering that wasn't goddess? asked. They were just excited of the fact that you actually get a chance to spawn one and you instantly right away get it without needing to find one or hope for one. Which in the is map. awesome. I love it. But in my head, I went, well, that means as soon as you get the very first offering of the goddess, you now can get all of them because you just keep running it and getting an offering at the end. What's wrong with that? That I think that's awesome. I just would be surprised if they made it that easy to get to Uber Elder or sorry, Uber Trials. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It just would really shock me if they if that was the thought to them. Like once you collect one, you can now get all of them. That's basically what it would be. Mm -hmm. That would surprise Uh, me. The less I have to do, the better to ascend anyway. Remember ascending in the um, the Delve week event, the Delve only event. You just got to a level and you got an ascension point. Yeah, it was awesome. Yes, please. But I'm just saying from what it is right now to them all of a sudden changing to that would really shock me that they went that far to just saying, okay, once you collect that first one, you can now unlock all of it. It's not even that easy to unlock right now. The friggin' third difficult, even the first, I got to go to six places. And so for them to make Uber that easy, I mean, I'm all for it. It just would really surprise me. Ah, I think it's great. And whatever, whatever they change, it's, it's not like they can't change it you know, shortly after anyway. Now, how about vendor recipes, eh? I love that they just say, hey, there's a lot more vendor recipes. Have fun finding them. Isn't that great? I, I don't like them. I love that they don't tell oh, people Oh, 100%. And I love that they're talking about new uniques and they're barely talking about them. I love that you have to accept. Now, did you see the item, though, that they had? Like the equipable item that they had in that vendor recipe? And now, for some reason, they were doing a vendor recipe that didn't work. That didn't work, yeah. But... I think they were showing a vendor recipe, but the last thing was wrong. So if you do that same thing, but you add something different, it's going to be correct. But did you see the item that they had in there? Is a fishing rod. I didn't pay attention to it, no. Why? What about it? It was a fishing oh, rod. Oh, it was a fishing rod? Yeah. Oh, was it? Makes you, makes you think. Like, apparently, to even find fishing rod stuff, you need to be wearing Fairgraves' base type hat. You know, and so, like, you have to wear Fairgraves' thing to find the fisherman. I found the fisherman once. Did you know that? I saw him once, but I didn't know like the craziness of it. And so I portaled out and came back and he was gone. Elusive fisherman. Anyway. Anyway, so that was the Atlas stuff. I was super excited about it. I don't know if this is your next one, but the uh, changes to betrayal. Uh, Not next, but we can talk about it. Well, I just thought it was cool that they're trying to make that incentive to kill Katarina. Yeah. I'm not sure if this is enough. And that was going to be my question for you. I was going to ask if it's got enough incentive for you. You know, what's awesome when I, when I heard that, when he was talking about it and he said, we really wanted to incentivize, I I was listening, I was watching it. Listen to you go. You got that. That's a real word. No, that's a word. Get out of here. 
Oh my God. Do you see what I have to deal with people? I, when I watched him and he said, you know, they drop, everyone drops up to one level higher, tier higher, all the bosses, blah, blah, blah. It made me laugh going, all right, cool. Maybe me and Tyle just like do that now. I wouldn't, (laughs) (laughs) I don't play the betrayal board the way that I know people do and how they're supposed to. So when I heard that, I was my, I was curious. I asked the same thing. Like, is this, does this make it fine now for people who know what they're doing with betrayal? For me, I'm going to go, Ooh, cool. A new unique. All right. I'll give it a shot. He started talking about like things are now up to level plus four and this is on to tier four. And I was, I, that whoosh. No well, they have the certain about. items that based on how you level them, they unlock and that kind of stuff. I mean, half the time when we play Betrayal, we're like, kill them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do is I like, I went on the wiki and I found the, uh, it's not to me about the items that they drop, but it's about the rewards you get in their chests. So I went and I'm like, okay, if they're, the, if they're in this area, what do I get? If they're in this area, what do I get? And so I did it based on the reward rooms and like things like, Tiny's trials or whatever where you're trying to craft something in eight seconds and like i'm like no don't need that so then i never try and put those people in that type of role but so like you roll them up to like tier three and it's saying now that these syndicate members can will drop the rewards at a tier higher than what their current tier is so what does that even mean what's a what's a tiny's treasure one what's the you know the one where you got to roll your own item yeah the only thing that makes that better is give me like two minutes to do. <laughs> no, well, I think <laughs> I think it. though the the people you're fighting drop items based on so like you know when you go into the safe house you have to kill then you kill those members when they're in Katarina's fight, right? Like the there's the four roles: transportation, fortification, and there's those four people, and then those are the four people that you fight in Katarina's fight. The items that they unlock, not the stashes at the end of the game, but the items that they drop, whether it's like they focus on boots or uniques or currency, those items are going to be a tier higher than they normally would be. Yeah, I'm just curious if that makes it better for me. I would and now I'd be like, okay, cool. I at least won't feel bad about doing it. Not that I ever did before. I just knew that people didn't do it. So I was like, well, I won't do it then because that's movement speed, bud. Think of think of a 40 percent movement speed. 50%, 60%, 80%. With regards to Betrayal, though, the new unveiling is so cool. Really? Yes. The fact that when you unveil that craft on the item, you're getting the, like, it's basically the, the most powerful version of the unveil, but your craft you learn is still leveling up. Like, you're, yeah, you're just unlocking I like that. Well, now it's like the rest of the game. Right. It's like dropped mods. You can only get a certain tier from a drop, but you can never craft that highest tier on your crafting bench, whether it's a life. I just love the fact that it makes it that a dropped unveiled item actually has potential now to be a a really strong item for you because it's going to unveil at a really high tier. Yeah, I actually quite like that, too. I think the only thing that that doesn't really matter to me because right now unveiling is a pain in the butt to me. Right now, unveiling is like another scroll of wisdom. I get this item. I can't see it. And like, especially with all the veiled items that drop in heist, I don't even have somebody in heist in the the rogue harbor to check this stuff out. So now I got to go all the way back to my hideout and then do it. And I'm probably not going to do that because when I go into heist, I'm not there to, oh, I'm, I'm in the mood for one contract. Let's do it. Okay, that was enough. That's good. Thing is, though, now, if you had an item drop, that had like close to decent rolls on it and it was an unveiled item. It had some 
things to unveil. It might be, there might be a bit more of an incentive to go and unveil it because you have the potential of it now being really good if you get lucky. Oh, I like I just think it's fun. This is kind of part of my, the end is neat, but the process still sucks. Like I really like the idea that now it's doing what it is. The tier one roles per se are only when you're talking to Alva and unveiling stuff. And the very unique thing about this, June, right? You're still choosing between three. So that's really unique in this game for sure. Um, but for me, it's just, it's an irritation. I got to go and I got to go. What's the talk. fix to that though? I'm not sure that you could ever have a fix to that because you always still have to get the three choices and that's let the menu just show up when you right click on the item, use a scroll of wisdom or something like Like every other thing I, to me, the need to talk to Jun is, I mean, sure. From a lore perspective, there's things that I get, but the, I, they annoy me. They're the first things I drop and they probably still will be despite this change because I have to go really far out of my experience to see something that's going to be crappy. So sure, yeah, they're changing it, but I still have to go through this long motion. Two other things that kind of like I like the idea at the end, but the process still sucks is Paranda's coins. Though yeah, Ziggy and Chris talked about it. And but to me, Chris's reaction was weird. Like Ziggy specifically brought up the amount of clicking that people have to do. And that came into their loot conversation. And Ziggy specifically brought up Parandus coins. He's like, so you're adding more Parandus coins to drop. Uh, do I have to pick up 15 to 20 stacks of five? And Chris is like, no, we'll look into it. 15 is too much. And I'm like, have you, two have is you too much. never played? <laughs> Where have you been? It's always been like this. What do you mean 15's too much? Please don't tell me you just discovered that through Ziggy. So So Paranus Coins was one of the things I was going to bring up with, which is one of the things they rebalanced with regards to... I, it's weird to me. Like, Kadiro's got a wider range. Okay, cool. I'm not going out searching for Kadiro, but it's cool. And until you make Paranus Coins one-click pickup, yeah. I'm Bye. not super interest, totally. interested. Totally. And another one where the end is neat, but the progress sucks to me is Alva. I hate the incursions. I love the temple. So I love what they've done with Alva. I love that you can itemize a temple. Isn't that crazy? That is so cool, especially for me because I hate the incursions. That's what's going to drive me, a solo cell phone player, to the market. <laughs> I'm going to be buying temples. But like, I still hate the incursions. I hate that they're timed. I hate that it has to be zoom, zoom. I hate that I ha I can't play a defensive build while leveling and do incursions. I, ju I just can't. I have to be a very pure, heavy damage first build to do Alva until my character's completely set up later in the end game. So, I mean, I love the, I love the changes. But I'm still not going to like the process until I'm there, but then I'll appreciate it. You know what I mean? But I am excited for all the Alva changes for sure. I think the Alva changes are really good. I love the whole ability to trade and buy temples. First off, you bunch of dickheads though, because now if I needed to get Alva to seven, way easier. Yeah, I just wonder find how that works. ones that have like a, a tier three room. Oh, this is awesome. I just need, 
That makes me a little bit angry. I wonder where that checks off. Does it check off? It's when once you, you go- enter in and kill the boss in. Once you, oh. it's just entering in to a tier three room. Oh, so it's not That's about it unlocking it in incursion and no, it changes. You don't have to do it yourself. Oh, you just kind of wow. walk into the friggin' room. So, so now they have the it- Atlas passives and an itemized temple, and they decided to wait three leagues after you went through living hell yes, to do it using the old my friggin' way. spreadsheet to to finish it. That didn't even uh, work. But- <laughs> It did work. <laughs> well, you said it there was certain... It just took a second league. It took me two right, leagues okay, to do okay, it because okay. the one league all effed up. Uh, but I think it's. I think what they're doing with the the temple, like if you took out the one part that you don't like, and I actually agree with you because it affects me during the leveling part if I haven't built something that's fast enough. But I tend to find them easier in endgame. But if you took that part out, the what even what they've changed the temple is so cool. You're going to see now specific types of mobs. The, the the boss is going to have better drops. The rooms are going to work differently. I think that's really cool. And then the fact that if you didn't like it, like you can now sell a tier three corruption chamber. That's so fun. And in a way that you don't have to risk doing something through the whole discord weird trade stuff that everybody's done. Because now I just give it to you. Go do it yourself. I don't risk anything because you have to buy this item from me. So I, I think that's going to be really cool. And I think it might incentivize Again, I'm going to use that word. Uh, hang on. Hey, Google. It's going to... Is incentivize a word? Incentivize, a thing that motivates or encourages one to do something. Dang it. I'm keeping that in too. Uh, oh. I'm going to turn that volume up really high so that it actually catches that part. Anyway, it incentivizes maybe somebody who doesn't necessarily want to play the temple that this is another thing that they could do to trade if you want to build your atlas a certain way and, you know... I, I don't know. I just think it's really cool that they're at least doing something with Alva and the, and the incursion. I think that's really fun. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And even the fact that the boss drops items based on the rooms you've unlocked to get there. I don't know if it's based on the tier three, tier two, or yeah, no, he, it's based on the rooms, but then the level of the rooms dictates the how many of them end up being rare or rarer. Rework the drops. And I just think it, and if you make it now more, which it's supposed to be, more relatable to a juiced up map then there's there's a good enough reason to go into it because i'm getting xp i'm getting good drops and then you count the bonuses of the rooms as well essences cool change i don't care that much but it's cool well i got a there's not like a section for it but i'm excited about these content improvements section because i am excited but there's not much to say i love i love essences they're actually one of my favorite parts of the game i just love it like for me i'm a minion guy and so many times your weapon as a minion, when you're not also doing damage, your weapon's just fluff, right? You hope for it to roll resists on your axe or your wand. You don't need it for much else, unless maybe you're doing cast speed. You know what I mean with like SRS or AW or something. But a lot of the times I just take a fear essence and I slap it on a convoking wand and I hope for the best. I'm guaranteed one good mod. And if I use it on a convoking wand, maybe I'll get one of the other ones and to me, essences are so fun on those items that you're like, ah, let's just see. And so for them to put so much more effort, especially into the rare kind of corruption ones that they have. Oh, so cool. Okay. Blessings, Justin. This excited me so much. That's such a smart thing. It is because now you don't even have to make a spot for it in your stash. Yeah, but they, okay. So <laughs> what Tyler's talking about is the fact that Blessings can now upgrade Breach Stones in addition to what they already did, which is upgrade the unique base that can drop from yeah, the from boss at the end of the, the Breach. The base unique that's Breach specific to an Uber version or whatever they call yeah. it. Okay, 
Blessing should have had a stupid spot in the stash tab and still should. And <laughs> okay, they, they let us now upgrade breach stones, which also don't have a slot in the stash tab. The base yeah, version the bre- of the breach. No, oh, no, the sorry. Base the base version, version does. does. But no, so now I can upgrade my thing that has a slot <laughs> into an item that does Do not have a that's slot. Right. And now you wait. Just put it somewhere else, right? Just keep oh it in your character God. inventory. It's so silly. Uh, well, who knows? We don't know what kind of... They uh, need that. It needs to come into it. Or sell me another one that's like, here's your advanced thing. I don't know. Advanced shards or something. Watch. They're like a veil or unveiled chaos orbs going to get a spot in the stash tab before these things that are 10 leagues old. I love that item. That new... So the new unveiled chaos. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. That doesn't excite me even a tiny bit. Not even a tiny bit. No. Besides the fact that how much is it worth? Because, <laughs> no, not at all. You're taking a veiled item and you're you're just basically chaos hitting it. Mm-hmm. Hey, re-roll everything and give me one new veiled. Yeah. Uh, it's, I would, I'll probably sell it. Probably cool, but because I use chaos orbs to re-roll maps. I don't do the um, alt-regal thing. You don't do the sky. I, I always have way more chaos than anything else because that's what people buy in. So that's what I sell in and then all of a sudden I have 700 of those but I only have 30 scourings. I'm like, okay, well it's just chaos. It's so The item looks cool to me but I will I will for sure be like, oh, it's worth six chaos already? Well, I wonder I wonder if you can use it on more than just items. Can you use it on maps? Can you unveil well, it has map to be veiled. It has to... No. Because that's weird for them to add something that like an alt uh, alt alchemy transmutation they can be used on every rollable item what item is like hey this is like an item that can be used for everything but you can only use it on this the the exalted orbs the uh the new exalt versions that are for or oh, the hunter exalt conquer specific oh, ones, yeah. okay oh well maybe maybe but it does abyss. seem it seems neat oh, abyss. I, I love the changes it's just it's a buff i like that they added new ones there's a lot of cool unique ones too but more than anything what i really like is if you want them go do abyss i just really like that it's not like hey i'm gonna find a delirium that is you know gonna be my main source of finding some abyss rewards or something i just really like that they did it with delve they did it with all of them they said hey if you want the rewards go play the content and that's your best not that you can't get it from anywhere else but you have a better chance. And now they've got the uh, Abyss Scarabs as well. Yeah, well, they have a whole bunch of new Scarabs. Yeah, there's a lot. And, uh, great. Oh, my goodness. Hopefully there's the slots more for you... them. Hey, because I have no idea how Delirium actually unlocks, the more crap you can give me that is just very basic to improve my map and make it harder, great. And to me, Scarabs are the they're just one of the funnest ways for me to improve my mapping experience but no i'm making it harder like i'm adding content i like like for me i like bosses so i'm adding um like the elder or shaper influence stuff i'm adding um bestiary stuff because i like that stuff and now it's just such an easy way to modify and improve and make more difficult it's simple too you know it's like poe for dummies i just love the scarabs hopefully was it the scarabs that they added the new tier for well they have had that the gilded one but there's no slots uh, for there's it, something that annoying. got a new tier scarabs they added new oils to the tainted oil <laughs> yeah that's cool well so i want to talk about okay amulets cool. uh, the whole thing in a second but because sure. i just want to quickly get through beast crafting because it's cool they made some oh, changes yeah. to beast crafting yeah we're not i'm i always forget to do it like always forget to do it me too i but wish i, I was didn't. looking at no, me too. 
But I looked at some of the stuff they had in that new menu and it looks awesome. Probably I think it's all be old stuff. And you're like, oh, maybe. Look. But I was like, you can do that? And I like the fact that they made it now where you can't be co- continuously copying items through, you know, like that they, they're putting this new, I think it's called split or something. I can't remember what the term was that was going to come on the item, but uh, that you can't imprint those anymore. I think that's awesome. Splits like mirroring, but you can still edit the item after. Blight is, I think, got some really cool changes with regards to the new oil, like you talked about, the ability to now have the chests affected by yeah. increased quantity. Time which to is roll those blighted terrifying. maps. Terrifying. Yeah. Right, because that's scary now. You could make some blighted maps wicked hard. Makes sense. And it's cool that they did it, that they found a way to do it. And, and then they added some new incubators. I just have to say, with because you brought up the whole, like, this the, the new tainted oil, which is really cool because now you can actually put... You can anoint a corrupted amulet. Right. So which you can is, anoint you a talisman. Before. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess and talismans already talismans. have it, but whichever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the one thing that I was so confused about when they talked about the one nerf and their nerfing talismans. And I was like, the heck? When did talismans become amazing? I, I've oh, never no. seen. No, they're not. First off, I would get some amazing talismans in standard. The drops, I, it's like every single one I got, I was like, oh my you're, goodness. No way. There's no way. I, talismans looked great, but you had to get ones that had really good rolls that worked together. And then you also had to have them where they got an anoint that worked with all that craziness. And they're corrupted, so you couldn't put... What's the currency that it puts a quality onto uh, amulets? Uh, those are pretty... That's a pretty lot... That's a large amount of things that got to line up. Right, but they that weren't uncommon. So they were common. So to mm, have... I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't agree with you. I, I don't think that that was a deserved nerf. That was a weird nerf to me. Oh, no, I I vendored so many talismans in the last league uh, two leagues ago. I think it was 312 on standard. I had so many every single one. I was like, OK, and I started really learning my notables because I had so many. And even though I went through a ton, I have a full stash tab full of legit, decent rolls with decent life, decent attributes, decent resists and something I have. Yeah, I don't believe you. OK, I. I- I've that was the one thing that actually surprised me a bit was I didn't think they were as overpowered as I don't even know who it was that said that they were but I I was really surprised by that because you lose out on some stuff already and yeah I don't know it just surprised me I was and then it's all they're doing is they're decreasing I guess the rolls on the talisman so they're not as back to the way they were but they're always guaranteed you're just going to ignore them then yeah if you if you have if you have a poorly rolled one with a great anoint, that's probably that's not worth it. No, unless you're you can in the leveling anything. process. Exactly. So that's why it just confused me a little bit. I've always found talismans sucked until they got cool. And but then it was very rare to find one that actually fit to my build, had what I needed, and in that case before, had the anoint that I wanted because you were losing the ability to put quantity or sorry, quality onto the amulet because it was corrupted. But in terms of a trade market, I don't think they're revolving around solo cell phone, though. So in terms of a trade market, they probably found there's way too many good talismans on the market that they just weren't worth the low price that people were selling them for because of how common they were. I just I'm curious if this now makes it so that they're useless again. 
where you just ignore talismans. Maybe, I'm, I'm not, but I don't know, but because they're not the me. only way and it's easy to anoint stuff. Well, not easy because of course, you know, you need the currency, the, the oils to get what you want, but, um, 315 will fix it if it's, you know, too low again. Well, I hope they go back up. What about catalysts? Just new yeah, catalysts. They had the new ones. They're yeah. cool. I'm going to start caring about them. If GGG cares about them, well, I've always I'm going to care about them. Yeah. But have you ever used one? Yeah. What? I have. But the problem was the ones that I actually wanted, I never had enough. So the ones that I didn't care about were always the ones that I had 20 and 30 of. Which ones did you want? Like, can you think of whatever build you were playing? No, I can't off the top of my head. If I was looking for ones that were, I can't. Uh, the new ones that they have look really cool, but they said they're even rarer <laughs> than any of the existing catalysts. I was like, oh, oh See, man. that's like filter hell. They're rarer than what? Okay, so what how am i supposed to make these ding and look like this is the stuff like they've changed so much this filter stuff's gonna be crazy now one of my favorite parts of the entire game is one of the most like dummy proof you can get incubators and they yeah, added so many more well maybe it's only two but i don't care i just love give me more incubators let them drop more to me like the best part of all of this is all this content can drop normally but you can focus on the league content to get more but i love that i just they're just gonna drop they're just gonna drop i just love it just love it and i'm excited for the tainted oil as well i think it'll be cool to modify if you actually get that talisman that hey wow look at those rolls okay now let's actually give it a, a, a notable that i want are you gonna be rolling your blighted maps you gonna try it? yeah sweet for sure i'm joining you Yep. You're doing a zombie build this league, right? Yeah, you are. Yep. Yeah, you are. Uh, Harvest, we already talked about it, but thanks to the 314 reveal trailer, I now know what the Oshabi fight looks like. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I think the Harvest changes are great. I'm still fine with them. Yeah, we'll see what they're like. We, we don't know what the Atlas passes are going to be like, but um, I trust the company. I think they've done a great job. Well, I, I think what they said was the the basic thing within the Atlas passives is you basically are able to double it. So you're going to be able to get your stuff up towards 16% chance instead of the 8%. And that's fine. And and But they already said that the harvest is actually somehow, I don't really know how their math works because they said it's 60% increased chance of finding them anyway. 60% of the time, every time. Uh, but you know what? No matter what, it's going to be fine because it's one function of a massive game. So. It's going to be, it's going to be all right. It's going to be easier to use for the new people. And you get to choose when you fight a shabby now. Fragments, man. Right. Oh, which is awesome. Beauty. And then this doesn't actually matter too much because it's not like it was something you and I did a lot. But I like that they, in the whole Val thing, buffed at Ziri 2. Drops, new drops. Yeah, that's right. Uh, fixed the sacrificial garb and, uh, I, or updated it. But well, I think it's Basically fun. all the league specific bosses that are around, they gave league specific drops to even katarina has a really cool staff i think it was that dropped and there's a whole bunch of really neat stuff and i like that i mean that's not my kind of content but i love that it's there i love that there's it's cool that there's a reason to, to farm right. a specific boss that is always fun yeah and uh, like chris was saying that the uniques that you get from the pale council those aren't part of the global pool you can only get those from that unique and so when they were deciding through that, they're like, okay, well, every boss needs that. So we're going to give more to the ones that don't have enough or more to the ones that don't have any. And so that's really cool that there are very specific places they can only have. But I love the idea that if there was just a league specific, not a boss specific item, 
it's all over the place now. It's global. Just love it. Now, a uh, couple side notes here before we finish up. I like hearing the personal opinions of people, like from the non-scripted stuff. You know, like when Chris, like it's been Chris for the last while. No, I, I don't, I don't even know what Jonathan looks like anymore. But I like hearing the personal opinions of the employees. Like when Chris said he put his foot down and insisted that Headhunter can't be nerfed. Yeah, he, I awesome. just love it. Like the team wants it to be cut down in some regards, and Chris is like, no, it needs to be epic. And we're making it global. I want to know what that actual meeting is like. I want to know if he's sitting at the table and they say it and he's just like, no. And then that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then he takes a bite of his sandwich. He keeps yeah, eating. As he's eating, he's like, wait, what does it head up? No, no, guess No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> carry just on, continues carry eating. On. That's right. And then the person with the clipboard is like, okay, headhunters Damn dealt it. with. 315. We'll bring it up again. Yeah. <laughs> somebody goes to stand up and the person across the table, no, 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 no. Sit down, sit down. He said, no. Uh, and it was nice to have an update on the 2.0 looting system. We've referenced it a few times now, but they talked quite a lot Did about they? it in the Ziggy interview. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out because it's quite, it's, I don't know, I would guess it's maybe a good 10 minutes of the 40 minute interview that they posted on YouTube. And it sounds like the project is essentially finding a way of turning item quantity. Like you, we talk about like, for example, Path of Exile 2. Well, maybe it could be this, maybe it could be this. They're at a stage now with all of these developmental ideas where the decisions are made and now they're implementing it and they're testing it. And the only way it's not going to happen is if it's actually not working the way if they can't get it to work. You know what I mean? Like they're kind of past the decision making stage unless it's failing. You know what I mean? So like if let's say Path of Exile 2's beta is one year out, all your decisions, like your big decisions are made. You know what I mean? Like how everything's going to function, where you want your loot idea to be, how like all the core elements have been decided. And same thing with loot 2.0, which they're hoping comes out way before PoE2. Chris said that he wants the company wants it out before PoE2 because they want it nailed down for PoE2. You don't want to test that on your new product. You want it nailed for your new product. So that's really exciting. But it sounds like the new project, the 2.0 loot system is basically going to turn item quantity into rolling a bunch of the items that would drop and then only dropping the best one. So that was a really neat concept because there was a lot of gray around all the different possibilities that the loot 2.0 could be, whether it was, you know, only showing good items, whether it was, you know, just improving the loot filter, whatever it would be. But it sounds like item quantity is going to determine how much or how well it re-rolls items, and then it's just going to drop the best ones. That's a really cool way to put all aspects of the game and maintain the flow. How it's going to determine which sword is better, if you want an elemental sword or a physical sword, I don't know, but maybe the game already doesn't care about that anyway. But it, it, was, neat. it was nice to have that touched on. That's like the biggest part for everyone outside of flasks and scrolls. It was cool. I, I like hearing about it. It'll be stuff. cool to see it. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a POE 2-ish thing for me. Uh, well, it's going to be a POE 1 thing, according to Chris. No, I just mean in the sense of like oh, hearing it, it about it. being that far away. Yeah, yeah. I want that I want that Fallout 4 surprise. They're like, hey guys, it's coming with this light <laughs> lead launch. That, that's what I want from the, the new loot. Now, my apologies, everyone. We didn't get to the Bay class and Rory. Um content a lot of really cool stuff that i really want to hear about i love hearing about how like rory's just so involved with everything and a lot of the, i love hearing his stories and 
you know, how excited he is about certain ideas that he gets implemented. Like apparently he just loves Harold of Agony. That's his little baby that he created. So I like hearing all of the stuff, but we didn't get to get to it. We're already, wow, long episode. Sorry, Just. <laughs> but, uh, but we'll get to it next episode with our league launch episode. Maybe. Well, not next episode, two episodes. Tyler away. will for sure. Anyway, there was a lot of stuff that came out. Super fun. By the time we have the next episode, we'll already have played a little bit, hopefully, of 314. So well, next I official. am pumped. Got to have a patch notes episode, bud. Yeah. We'll see. We will. There will be a, there will be a midweek episode. We're just going to have to record it at two in the morning. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Episode 77, Forever Exiled. A Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. Wait, you don't want to like have like an overview? You don't want to like talk about it some more? Uh, that's After Dark. Patreons will catch you in After Dark. <laughs> Everybody else will catch you in episode 78, which is going to be our midweek episode for patch notes. If you're curious about more information, it's down below website foreverexiled.com. We're on Twitter at foreverexiled82. Our Discord link is down below. Get in there. It's awesome. Other links are in there. And if you're curious what our Patreon is, the link's down below. Catch you guys later. My, my summary in, in, in closing is that I'm excited and this is all amazing. Good talk.